0: Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. It's an honor and a privilege to bring God's word to us today again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So today's teaching is going to be titled Alive in Him. Alive in Him. This is going to be a very brief teaching. Nothing too long. We're just going to be touching on it. Okay. I titled this Alive in Him. And what does it mean for something to be alive? It means that that thing, the object of life, carries the characteristics of life. For something to carry in life, for something to not be dead, right? And so we'll be reading from the Book of Ephesians, chapter two. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter two, the King James version. And you, had He quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein time past He walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So basically, Paul was writing this letter to the saints at Ephesus, to the church at Ephesus, right? And he was saying that you are he Quicken who was once dead in sins. And that's the, literally the story for every believer, for every believer, right? This is the story for every believer. At some point, you were dead in trespasses and sins were the ones who were alienated from the commonwealth who were the one who were not heirs of, of of christ right we were not children of god we couldn't look up to him and say abba father there was once upon a time so the word says that we are in a time past. he walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience among Whom also we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of the flesh, who feeling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. So basically, now Paul is now telling us that the way the children of disobedience live their lives now the spirit that is not working them we once were one of those people we once were one of them we lived according to the rudiments of this world we lived in the flesh we lived in the direction of our lusts our lives took us in the direction of whatever lust was for us at the time right but now we have become children of god right so in in four paul says but god hallelujah but god who is rich in mercy for his great love wherein he loved us? Hallelujah. God who is rich in mercy, even when we were dead in sins, have he quickened us together in Christ. So by grace are ye saved, right? And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god not of works let any man should boast for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus unto the unto good works which god had before ordained that we should walk in them praise the lord praise the lord so wherefore remember that ye been in time past gentiles in the flesh who were called on circumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at the time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in this world. But now in Christ Jesus, praise God. So this is who we were before. However, the story becomes different. Now in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes afar off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace who had made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us having abolished in this flesh the enmity even the law of Commandments contained in the ordinances for to make in themselves of twain one new man so making peace and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross having slain the enmity thereby praise God and he came and preached peace to you which were afar off and to them that were nigh for though him for for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the father now therefore ye are no more strangers and, 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 and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles the prophet Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto in a holy temple in the lord in whom you also have are builded together for an habitation of god through the spirit hallelujah so basically this text in ephesians 2 apostle paul is taking his time to tell the church in ephesus like look this is who you were this is you were once someone who was dead in your trespasses you you once lived according to the nature of the flesh you once lived according to whatever the flesh dictated to you but now you are no longer that person now you are a different person now you are this you see when you go through the scriptures you see that the 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 the, the word of God, the bible is littered and filled with different portions of scriptures especially in the Pauline episode where paul is taking his time to remind the church to remind the church of their identity right and so we had to read that because it points arrows to what we are going to talk about today it points arrows to what we're going to talk about today so from scriptures we have read we have seen that man is naturally in a state of spiritual death outside of the salvation plan right so you see anyone who is not saved you, you there is spiritual death at work in that life it means that uh, although the person is alive in the flesh spiritually speaking they are disconnected from the source of life and so in today's world we talk about all kinds of life we talk about spiritual life social life financial life relationship life all kinds of life but we are not spending enough time emphasizing on spiritual life all right there are still too many in the world that are spiritually dead for us to not talk about the spiritual aspect of our existence all right so here, we have believers into this world who have been saved they are no longer alienated from the commonwealth they have been delivered from the the hold and the shackles of darkness but for some reason they are walking as though they still belong to the past they are doing things as though they still belong to the past they are having you know y- y- habits as though they still belong to the past they are spiritual life it's as one that still belongs to the past in the sense that they almost have no devotional life you can't say you're a Christian and you do you do you keep the word out of your life no you can't call yourself a christian and there are certain things that define who you were in the world and they still define and hold you back today no the the thing is this that we are not saying that at some point a believer is not going to experience these situations these stumbling blocks this struggle the problem is staying there right the problem is not addressing it and that is the biggest problem we have in the world today we have believers sitting minding their business living their lives and the devil comes to give you a false sense of of who you are a false identity come to give you false information because we know that all he does is lies he is the father of lies he's the father of all lies all he does is tell lies and so he can be in an atmosphere and try to convince the saints or convince the believer otherwise that who they really are try to tell them no you are this no you are that sometimes they come in form of random voices they will be reminding you of all the things that have happened in the past and how you are not this and how you are not that in an attempt to hold you back. But dear believer, the word says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Therefore, the limitations and the things, the characteristics that defined the old man, they do not exist anymore because that person is dead and the person is now alive in Christ. Praise God. So the life you have now is the one from above. Hallelujah. So the person you are now is a new creation, is a new believer, a new person that is being furnished by God, right? The Bible tells on in the book of Ephesians chapter two that we are his workmanship created unto good works. Hallelujah. We are, we are his workmanship created unto good works and so we have to address this because many times when the enemy wants to come and remind you of the past when he wants to come and tell you about things that are not true he 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 comes in all kinds of ways suggestions voices now let's look at the track record right because for for too many believers we 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 spend time we spend too much time entertaining the devil right and the prayer is that at the end of this podcast there will be an anger or a level of, of of determination to overcome those voices hallelujah and to stand your ground in christ hallelujah the title of this sermon is alive in him and you even want to think about think of think of it this way that as your spiritual your, your, your spiritual life your, 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 your spirit received the life of Christ, right? Upon salvation, it should reflect in your physical life, isn't it? It should reflect in your daily life, isn't it? So, if you have been made alive in Him, it should not end spiritually only, even in your day to day activities, how life is being done, hallelujah. It should reflect the life of someone who has encountered the life of God, right? So, now I have said earlier that when the enemy wants to come and deter this deter the saints how does he do it voices suggestions right so let's look at what he did in we don't have to turn to the verse of of scripture it's the same thing he did with Eve in the Bible when when the Lord says you you can eat of all the all the fruits in the tree but this one the tree of the knowledge of good and evil right because it's, it's 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 going to make one wise it's going to make one this and that yeah so the enemy comes satan and he meets eve and he doesn't tell eve eve listen eve listen okay if you eat of the fruit right you are going to become wise yeah you would know the difference between good and evil however you will have an eternal separation from god which is the source of your life and from this one action you are doing the entire human race will be messed up okay everything is going to change by this thing you are doing no 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 the devil doesn't come that way that's a little too obvious doesn't it so he comes with styles and patterns he comes with tricks he comes with voices he comes with suggestions he comes with questions isn't it so the so so we are reminded in the world that we should not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy why because he doesn't come obviously he comes through cunning means they are called devices isn't it so he meets with eve and the, the encounter goes oh did God really say this but you know this but this and that right isn't it until he was able to convince the woman to eat of the fruits and she convinced her husband and 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 everything that happened happened right and there was spiritual death there was an eternal separation from the source of life which was God and then they had to leave the garden and you see the thing about leaving the garden is significant is that they left the presence of God right They, they left the presence of god they they could have still stayed in the garden right isn't it after all god did not have a physical location on earth where he sat so they could have still stayed in the garden anyway however they had to leave signifying that after disobedience had happened and after man had sinned against god there was a separation from the god from from, from from the influence and the government of god isn't it and so when the new adam which is jesus christ came into the picture he gave new life to man correcting the ills that the enemy had done isn't it right so now what what are we to do we are to correct the false appearance of the counter nature of sin isn't it right because many believers have this experience with sin where it's 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 like they're in a good place everything is going well and all of a sudden out of nowhere the enemy just comes a suggestion and somehow they just find themselves exhibiting the traits of the old man exhibiting the traits of the fallen nature hallelujah but that is not it that is not it because upon salvation your nature was changed nature and behavior are not the same thing the nature is the same the behavior can be influenced so the devil would want to influence the behavior of the believer or the thought pattern of the believer isn't it so upon that tells us to renew our mind because this is also one way the enemy can come in isn't it but regardless whatever way he comes in We must correct the false appearance of the counter nature of sin. We must not accommodate it and we must not let it dwell. We must not let it sit. Isn't it? When the old man wants to show up, this is false information and it must be corrected with the word of God. It must be corrected with and by the word of God. Isn't it? So when he appeared to to Eve, she entertained it. The the position is... the stance if took in the garden with the with with the serpents kind of reveals the position and the stance that many believers take with the serpents today what do i mean by that what i mean is this they accommodate and give time to suggestions of the devil the bible says to resist the devil and he will flee there is no reason in the first place why the suggestions of the devil should be so close to you if you resist the devil he would flee it is it is not trial and error it is not guesswork it is it is simple principles resist the devil and not he might flee if he feels like but he will flee but we saw a um, feeling in this aspect and in, in today's world we have believers that do this too the enemy comes with thoughts it comes with things that you know are counter to your nature you know do not reflect you into right light you know should not be heard of you but somehow for some reason there is just this entertainment of the thought there is no aggressive reaction to the voice of the enemy there is just this entertainment oh it's not such a bad idea oh this the thoughts you would know they are from the devil because they are counter your nature in god isn't it so sin it will be of the devil do this against that person it will be of the devil sometimes malice it's of the devil covetousness pride all kinds of sinful things that are that as a result of the influence of the flesh is of the devil so when the devil comes with all these kinds of complicated situations it might even be addictions it doesn't even have to be things that affect you socially it might be things that affect you internally things that affect you emotionally it could be anything when they come what do you do you correct them isn't it so i will be reading from from the from 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 an account in Matthew chapter 4 verse 1 to 7 i will stop at 7 for time's sake I'll stop at 7 so Matthew 4 1 to 7 it says then Jesus was led up to the sp- up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights he was afterward and hungered and when the tempter came to him he, he, he said if thou be the son of God command that these stones be made bread But he answered and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone hallelujah it is written then in but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of the, out of the mouth of god then verse five says then the devil took him up to a holy city and setted him on the pinnacle in the temple and said unto him if thou be the son of god cast thyself down for it is written right isn't it so the first um the first time he, he approached jesus christ jesus christ met him with his written so the second time he tried to change his approach he says okay since he knows what it is what is written i will quote back to him what is written however i will distort the essence of the information and so the devil says and he said unto him if thou be the son of god cast thyself down for it is written he shall give his angels charge concerning thee and he and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy feet against the stone. And Jesus was not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. What did he say in 7? He responded, He said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Hallelujah. It is written. See, the story of your life and the description of who you are has already been written. It has been written. Are you familiar with the books? Are you familiar with the word of God? It is written of you in that book. That is your manual. So when you stand in front of a situation, you say it is written. When the enemy comes with a false identity crisis, you say it is written. When the enemy comes with a spirit of condemnation and begins to hit at your at your identity, you say what it is written of me. When you find yourself in certain situations you know what the word says op- about you you say it is written hallelujah so when the devil comes which comes at you with false reality of your identity what do you do you remind him what has been written a- about you a lot of christians spend too much time talking about what is written of the devil and they don't talk about what has been written of them all they say the devil did this the devil did that but a knowledge of what has been written of you actually an accurate conscious knowledge of what has been written of you would render the devil handicapped in the affairs of your life hallelujah there's so much that the believers have to say about what the devil is doing but what has the word said about you do you know that the person that you are if you align with the realities of God's word for your life you render the devil handicapped in your situation render the devil handicapped in your life render the devil handicapped in the things that concern you praise God we saw Jesus do this over and over again he knew who he was it was written of him in the books he knew who he was and so when he was at a place where he had to respond to the devil he did not start saying hey hey hey, what is going on what am i going to do neither did he give in he was not ignorant of the devices of the enemy he was not easily manipulated by the devil never instead what did he do he brought out his identity from the word that is all he knew about himself that is all he knew about who he was it is written of him and the same thing applies to you it is written of you hallelujah not enough christians are vocal It is written of you. Be vocal about it. Too many people are trying to to counter thoughts with thoughts. No, 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 no. Trying to fight the enemy with nice thoughts. No. When he brings those false images into your head, you are trying to counter it with nice images. So you are struggling in your mind. And it goes on for a long time and it keeps going on and it persists and it persists. Hallelujah. When you see that happen to you, what do you do? You counter it with words. Praise God. When the attack comes on this side, what do you do? You you counter it with words. What What did the word say of you? what did the word say of your life hallelujah what did the word say of you do you know enough of what the word is saying about you or you are just focused on what the enemy is doing praise god we saw jesus attack the influence of Satan over and over again. Another example was with Peter. Let's open our books to the our Bible to the book of Mark, chapter 8, 31 to 33. I'll be reading the KJV. So 31 reads. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. So Jesus talking about his own death and his resurrection after three days, yeah? And he pick and say openly and peter took him and began to rebuke him but when he had turned about and looked to his disciple he rebuked peter saying get thee behind me satan for thou savorest not the things that be of god but the things that be of men hallelujah hallelujah so basically in this situation um, peter was handling was handling was handling life like someone in the flesh isn't it? Jesus was vocal. Inasmuch as he rebuked Peter he wasn't directly talking to Peter. You could hear, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Even though it was Peter that was standing, Jesus was discerning enough to know from where, from where, from where those those words were influenced from. Praise God. So, he was not condemning Peter because Peter did not cease to be his disciple after that. But he was rebuking the enemy. He was vocal about shutting down the plan and the voice of the enemy in any and every situation and so this is my message to you today what are you doing about it hallelujah what are you doing about it in that situation peter was vulnerable to the influence of the devil because he was not the bible tells us he is not the things that be of god so he was vulnerable to the influence of the enemy in that situation and so jesus accurately deciphered it and attacked it what are you doing about the false identity the false allegation the voices of condemnation the false realities that you are seeing around your life what are you doing about it what are you saying about it how are you handling it are you giving room to the enemy are you accommodating the voice of the enemy or are you fighting it are you fighting it are you fighting it it? hallelujah are you accommodating or are you fighting no if you are accommodating it you are wrong. Because you ought to be actively, openly, vocally attacking and antagonizing the kingdom of darkness. Do you know why? Because if you do not do it to them, they are already trying to do it to you anyway. The devil hates the average believer. The devil hates the average believer. The devil is not happy that you believe in Jesus Christ. If you think for anybody that gets saved, they are having a nice party and clapping for them in hell. Oh, no, 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 you must be mistaken. So, definitely the enemy would want to do his best to to attack your salvation attack your faith attack your mind anything he can do to get you what are you doing about it do not accommodate him do not accommodate him do not accommodate him do not listen to that voice do not give room to the devil fight it speak against it what did the word say about you what is the word saying about your health what is the word saying about your family what is the word saying about your resources You are not of this world. You have a different source of life, which is Jesus Christ. The Bible refers to you as co coheres with Christ. Hallelujah. So the things that accompany the life of Christ must accompany you. You are no longer a natural man. And moving forward, you must decide... To fight it to fight the spiritual mediocrity that might be trying to creep into the world fight it push it back to darkness where it comes from because there is no such thing allowed in the faith we cannot be mediocre in the faith we cannot be one leg in and one leg out in the faith we cannot be average in the faith we cannot be lukewarm we must be on fire praise God we already carry that life that makes all of this possible we already do praise the living jesus so when the enemy comes how do you handle the situation by speaking and being vocal about it praise god and that brings me to the end of my sermon Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone who listens to this teaching. I pray in the name of Jesus for fire, 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 fire in their walk with you, Lord. Father, for fire in their devotion with you. In the name of Jesus, amen.